This is the Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdip show. It's fun. They're amazing. What are you? I'm a mog. Half man, half dog. I'm my own best friend. Classic. John Candy <laughs> playing the role of Barf in the movie Spaceballs, where he's half man, half dog. He's a mog. Mm-hmm. Great role by John Candy. We bring this up because recently there was a dog slash fox believed to be the first, the world's first, discovered in Brazil. A half dog, half fox. They could not tell what this thing was. And if you look at this, if you Google it, so cute. Super cute. Like adorable. They tried to feed a dog food. It would not eat the dog food. They fed it rats, and it was like, yeah, give me them rats. Mm-hmm. So they called it a dogsum. I think they could have done better with the name. I would have gone like docks or fog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? That makes yeah, more sense. That would have been easier. Dogsum. Anyway. How um, do you even come up with, like, these names to begin with? Like a cockapoo. Who came up with that? I know that that's, like, the crossbreed, well, but, yeah. I mean... Cocker, Spaniel, who, and Poodle. Who gets to decide what the name is? They do. Oh. Who's can the, we be they? Sure. Let's be they. Let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's dive into some uh, interesting dog mixes here and the names that are adorable and funny. Okay. So if I was to have a pug and a poodle, mm-hmm. it'd be a pug-poo. <laughs> oh, look at my little pug poo. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's also half of your name. A pit bull and a chihuahua. A pit huwawa. <laughs> chihuahua with anything is great. A pit huwawa. You would just want to be able to say that. Oh, this is my pit huwawa. That's it. Okay. How about, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You try to guess. Okay. What's a chowgle? A chowgle? Yeah. A chihuahua and a beagle. A chow chow and a beagle. It's a chow chow. I don't know. You know, that was a thing. (laughs) Really cute. Google it. How about a horgy? (laughs) That's right. Uh, A a pot. Oh, no. What what is it? I'm asking the non-dog person, Steph. Corgi and a what? Yeah, what's the age? A horse? Husky. Oh. A, horse. a horse. A horse. Yes, you got it. It's you a horse it. and a corgi. A husky and a corgi. A horgi. Uh, would it have long legs or short legs out of it with a horse? Okay, how about this one? Box fox. A uh, boxer and a fox. Yeah, well, a fox terrier. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Box fox. Box fox. Hey, box fox. This one's great. Have a poo. <laughs> have a poo. Half a poo. So half a poo. Have a poo. Have a poo. Okay, well, it's the poodle and have an ease. There we go. There you go. And oh. you weren't going to get it. I wasn't going to get that one. <laughs> you got one? No, that's no, it. That's it. I got more. Sorry. Oh. You, I've definitely found my wheelhouse here. A peek a poo. <laughs> peek a poo. A peek a poo. That's so cute. I know, right? Yeah. You should see the picture of it. It's super cute. It's a poodle and a. A peek a A peek a A peek a yes. That's got to be a thing, right? People things, have Pikachu? Things got romantic. No, it. it's a Pekin geese and a poodle. From CHFI Studios. It's the Pooja and Gurdip Podcast. It is cold. This is a weekend for couching and um, maybe eating something nice and hearty like a pasta. Oh, yeah. Love me some carbs. It's so hard to avoid the carbs this time of year. January, it's cold. But pasta? There's never a time where you're like, oh, do you want some pasta? I'm like, no. I'll never say no. Unless I've just eaten pasta. That's the only time I'm going to say no because then the stomach is full. Really? Even then I'm like, well, in an hour I'm going to want more pasta. An hour? Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, What's your favorite pasta noodle? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Keeps me up at night because there's so many favorites. a mysterious answer for a pretty basic question. (laughs) Farfalle. Farfalle? Yeah, it's like the bow tie pasta. Does it actually look like a bow tie? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I've had that. Bow tie mm-hmm. pasta. I just I it's great in so many things, right? Whether it's a creamy sauce or a tomato cream sauce or even in a pasta salad. Do you think when you go to a nice Italian restaurant, like if you Ask for it as bow tie pasta. Are they offended <laughs> because they want you to say farfalle? No, but they like do hand I, you the kids' menu right after you do that. Right? Yeah. You get some chicken fingers on the side. Like if I said corkscrew <laughs> pasta instead of fusilli, yes. would they also be offended? I mean, it depends on what restaurant you're going to. We should ask Resident Italian. Staff. Yes, yeah. they'd be very offended. Very offended. Well, because it says on the menu probably farfalle or rigatoni or penne. Like I can do it at uh, Eastside Mario's. I can't yeah, do it at Soto Soto. It's not real Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Totally, yeah. That's fine. So we got to ask you, Steph, what is your... I like these ones. They look like they're rolled on both sides. And it looks kind of like a little hot dog bun. They're called cavatelli. Okay. I thought you didn't know the name for a second. I was like, we just went over this. I'm trying to explain, because if I say cavatelli, you're not going to really know which one that is. Oh, I I know my cavatelli. Do you know your cavatelli? That's my favorite. so good. Because it's kind of got like a doughy consistency, like fresh Mm. pasta, even when you cook it. So it's got a nice like... And al dente, Chew. yes, it it's kind of al dente. Everything al dente. Yeah. Is there any pasta noodle that's not good al dente? No, that's how you're supposed it's to cook every it. Every noodle's got to be al dente. If you overcook it, it's just like mush. No. Yeah. Uh, I got two. I know this first one might seem basic, but it's just so good. It's the best. It holds the sauce well because it's got the hole in the middle. It's a tunnel, so it's like a little tunnel of sauce. Yeah. Penne. But yeah. you like penne lishi, which has, it, there's no design, or penne rigata. That's the one that has the little lines on it. Well, can you give me a shape or something it looks like, or a piece of they're clothing? Both like a just one's like ribbed. They're both penne. They're both penne. Oh, one's, ribbed. One, yeah, one's ribbed For and my one's taste bud solid. Pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, I definitely want, uh, I definitely want the rib. Uh, and then also, a uh, new favorite on my uh, little Mount Rushmore pasta is a little oregetti. Oh, yeah, oh, those are great. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Mm. Pause, man? Are we saying that right? Yes. Orecchietti. Orecchietti. For me. Alphagetti. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> the Pooja and Grady Podcast. From 98.1 CHFI. So I need your help. I'm in a bit of a, a pickle when it comes to the twiblings. Um, my babies are now 18 months and 15 months, and we started a new nighttime schedule with them because what we used to do is we used to give them their milk, and they would drink their milk, and then they would finish and my my uh, son would go all done and he'd be done with his milk and I'd just put him down and he'd fall asleep and it was great. We went to go visit the pediatrician. They said, oh, you that's bad. That's not good for their teeth. What you need to do is you need to brush their teeth after they're done their milk. So now the routines change where we give them the milk, he says all done and then I have to get up and take him to the bathroom and brush his teeth and then now what? Because now I've got to like put him to sleep afterwards. Because before it was just easy with the milk. Anyway, so I'm rocking him to sleep. I decide to sing a song. I started singing, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Because that's like the first thing that came to mind. And I'm going through it. I'm like, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Took my lemon to the lemon in the le-. And as I'm going through the song, he goes, looks at me, stops and goes, all done. <laughs> Which was... His way of saying, it's not a lullaby. Please stop singing. Just put me to bed. I'm good. And I was so like, I, I chuckled a bit, but then I was like, wow, I guess he really doesn't like my singing voice or doesn't like that song. So I need your help. Like, what should I be singing to get the baby to sleep? Lullabies, maybe? I know, first. but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, at this age, at this age, I yeah, feel like that's why they're lullabies. They're still, soothing. Still? still? He's little. 
<laughs> you, you didn't like my choice with no, Bye Bye American no, Pie? because that reminds me of the episode of Friends. Do you remember this? No. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You and brothers can't deny. Oh, Emma, you're laughing. Oh, you are. You really do like big butts, don't you? Maybe try that song. <laughs> you're right. Maybe, mm. maybe I do need to go with something a little bit more yeah, soothing. Like twinkle, twinkle. Mm. Let's go to Aurora. Michelle, what's your advice? Baby Beluga. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, I'm, um, I teach children, like young children, and that is one of the best songs ever. It's probably like scientifically proven, I'm sure. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Michelle, I know it's a lot to ask because it's early, but can you remind me what Baby Beluga sounds like? Baby Beluga in the deep blue sea, swims so wild and he swims so free. Oh, yeah. Nobody's all done that one. That was so good. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate the advice. No See, if I sounded like Michelle, then maybe it would be much better. I'm I'm tone deaf, and I think my baby knows it. Uh, getting some text on the text line as well. Thank you so much for your text. This is from Ryan from Oshawa. The first time our daughter ever strung three words together to form a sentence, it was, Daddy, stop singing. <laughs> Still hurts to this day. So many wonderful texts coming in from you, giving me suggestions of what I should sing to Baby Bodie because I tried Bye Bye Miss American Bye and he went, all done, uh, rap me because didn't want me to keep on singing and uh, Jen writing in saying, it really doesn't matter what the song is, add their name into it. So instead of Bye Bye My American Pie, you sing Night Night Bodie Big Guy. <laughs> They love to hear their names. Okay, Jen, I like that suggestion. And Kristen from St. Catherine says, I used to play Adele and lip sync. My two-year-old still thinks it's mommy singing easy when we hear it. Parenting win. Oh, yes. I'm going to end with this one, Brad. Twisted sister, we're not going to take it. ACDC, highway to hell. Oh, yes. I love it. The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja and Gurdjieff Podcast. I'm just gonna smile, smile, smile when I get my braces off, braces off. Smiling straight, 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 straight. I can't wait, 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 baby. I'm just gonna smile, smile, smile when I get my braces off, braces off. Braces off, braces off, oh yes. <laughs> If you had braces, you remember the day you got your braces off and you were smiling. Interesting story. I had braces when I was a kid. I was really young. I was in grade four. So I was nine years old. I got braces at a very young age, probably the only one in my class who had them at the time. And I wore them right up until grade eight. And then going into high school, they were off and I had perfectly straight teeth for high school, which was wonderful. However, fast forward 10 years, all of my teeth moved back. Like, I don't, I didn't even know that. I thought that was one of those things that parents say to kids to scare them. They're like, oh, if you don't wear your retainer, your teeth will move back. No, really, all of my teeth moved back to as crooked as they were to begin with. And I got my first job in TV on air just as they were starting to get really, really crooked. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because now, now I'm on air. And, like, I could hide it a little bit, but on TV, you know, people will... People will see it and comment, and I wasn't ready for that. So I got Invisalign, uh, which, you know, at the time was, like, groundbreaking technology to be able to get Invisalign. And it was expensive, and I saved all my money, and I was like, I'm going to do this. Here's the thing. Try talking 
properly with Invisalign. So every time I would go to say anything about the traffic, it would just, there would be a ton of saliva. It would, it would just be spurting out as I was talking each time to the point where eventually I got a bit of a talking to like, what's going on? You never used to sound like this. What is actually happening? I forgot. I actually forgot how to speak. Like I didn't know tongue placement in my mouth because of Invisalign. So I got to the point where I was like, well, I can't, wear these on air so I, for my eight hour shift i would not wear invisalign and then i would get home and put them on and then of course it took longer to get my teeth back to normal but i like to say now they are straight hopefully they don't move back if you hear going on this show you'll know why it's because i had to get braces again for a third time from chfi studios it's the puja and Gurdip podcast and I'm wondering, is Gurdip the type of person who, on a flight, after the pilot lands the plane safely, starts clapping? Are you one of those people that starts clapping? I have I can't to say, see him doing that. I hope he doesn't do that. You know what? <laughs> I actually like it. What? I think it's like really sweet. I think it's like a nice way to say thank you. It just it makes me feel good that no. we're all mm. together in the... No? Okay, that's, well... That's uh, when I start feeling anxious when they clap. I'm like, did, was he going to do it wrong? <laughs> That's, that's their job. Oh, it scares me when they clap. I mean, I guess it's better than boo, right? You don't want anybody. You did it. I'm like, isn't that what's supposed to happen? Well, it's interesting you say that because flight attendants also do not like the clapping according to a I'm Reddit post. Them. Yeah. And the reason they say is that it's actually really disruptive. If anyone is, you know, in the cabin sleeping, the elderly, children, the clapping can be very distracting. And they're just like, there's, it's there's really no point in this. Just, yeah. So these people are getting woken up by applause and not the thump of hitting the runway. <laughs> I guess. For me, it just feels like it's a little thing that's kind of lost. Like Nobody does it anymore, so when it happens, I like it. <laughs> yeah. No. It's no. like thanking your surgeon. Great job, you did it. <laughs> like, I can get maybe at Kitty Hawk when the Wright brothers were inventing flight. <laughs> you guys did it. You managed to crack the fly thing. And I can imagine it's probably super difficult and you gotta sure. get everything right because yes. there are bumpy takeoff and landings. But why are you going to clap? Yeah, just, no. What if you've been on a turbulent flight in particular and you're like, oh, okay. Still. Thank you. That's their job. <laughs> that's like every time you turn on your mic, I'm going to clap. Oh, I would I'm love gonna that. I'm going to start clapping. Really? Could you? I was joking. What if every time <laughs> I speak, you guys just start clapping? Yeah. I would wow. like a standing. Yeah. Applauding a pilot is like saying, phew, nice job. Mm. Like you did yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like you, you don't have faith in the them. F- yeah. Okay, well, I mean, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the flight attendants say instead, if you want to thank the pilot and the crew, what they would prefer you did is just say thank you That's on nice. your way out. Yeah. Go figure. Or a tip. <laughs> or that. <laughs> the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Welcome to Can't Be Gerdeep. On 98.1 CHFI. Andy from Newmarket is hoping to beat Gerdeep. And here's the thing. Andy is not handy. But he's got a friend named Randy. What? <laughs> Andy, is this true? Right, Andy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you also like to drink brandy on beaches that are sandy? And your fun facts, they have a little blandy. Oh, wow. <laughs> you can add that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain, Andy. <laughs> I guess you're are you're you're trying to be more handy. Yes, I'm trying to be more handy. I always get teased 
about that. So luckily I've been given the opportunity by my buddy uh, Randy to teach me uh, the tricks of the trades. All right. I like that. Dr. Seuss is his fourth cousin removed. <laughs> <laughs> Gurdip, you could never do this, by the way. You'd have to find, well, that's not true. You could find a Pradeep, right? Oh, there <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I'm Gurdip. I'm often called a sheep. Oh. Uh, even though I won't make a peep. <laughs> But you often weep. When I reverse out of this parking lot and go, beep, beep. Okay. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> Drop the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Drake. Uh, I'm lame Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening right now is like, please get on with the game. So Dra- we will. Drake's a six. I'm a two. <laughs> Andy, you know how it works. I'm going to give you five trivia questions. I'll give the same five trivia questions to Kurdeep. If you get more right than him, you'll win $100 of his money. So why don't you do the honors of kicking him out of the studio? Okay, let's go. Gurdib, I just want to know, do you know the, what's the shape of Italy? Well, this is not how the game works. We ask you the questions, but okay, I'll play along. Uh, it's a boot. Oh, well, you're right. You're booted. Uh, see what <laughs> you did there. Very unique. I like that, Andy. Okay, here we go. Tony Orlando is going to be performing three shows at Falls View in Niagara. What is the brand of dishwashing detergent known for cleaning ducks soaked in crude oil? Uh, that would be Dawn Dish Soap. Lindsay Lohan was paid half a million dollars for her cameo in the Mean Girls musical film. How many zeros are there in half a million? Um, that will be five. Just in time for Valentine's Day, Lego is launching their new bouquet of blooming roses made of Lego. In what country was Lego invented? I'll have to pass, sorry. In England, a stowaway cat took an 800-mile journey under the hood of a moving van. What do the Brits call their trucks? Pass. Toronto's Wahlburgers restaurant is closing after nine years. What is Mark Wahlberg's brother's name? John Wahlberg? I don't know. Okay, Andy, let's get Gurdip to come back in. See how he does with the same five questions. You ready? Yeah, let's go. I got booted back in. Tony Orlando is going to be performing three shows at Falls View in Niagara. What is the brand of dishwashing detergent known for cleaning ducks soaked in crude oil? Is it Dawn? Lindsay Lohan was paid half a million dollars for her cameo in the Mean Girls musical film, How many zeros are there in half a million? In half a million, so in 500,000, five. Just in time for Valentine's Day, Lego is launching their new bouquet of blooming roses made of Lego. In what country was Lego invented? That would be Denmark, I know, because I have Danish cousins in Copenhagen. In England, a stowaway cat took an 800-mile journey under the hood of a moving van. What do the Brits call their trucks? What do the Brits call their trucks? Um, oh. D- d- uh, dollies? No. Toronto's Wahlburgers restaurant is closing after nine years. What is Mark Wahlberg's brother's name? Very overrated burger joint, and I I like most burger joints. It wasn't great. Uh, it'd be Donnie Wahlberg. Okay, so Andy, you got two out of five correct. Gurdip, you got Four out of five, correct. Man, oh. the truck one's going to bother me. What was it? You were so close. A lorry. 
A lorry. A lorry is the name of the trucks that the Brits refer to. Okay. Yes. What did I say? Lolly? Oh, a dolly. dolly. Yeah. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Andy, so you know the ones that you got wrong, and in the end, you weren't able to beat Gurdip. So you know what that means. I'm beat Gurdip. You didn't I guess win. I'm booted this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it was a pleasure, though. Angry it, it was all. It was pleasure was all ours, man. You took us in weird and wacky places, and we love it. Uh, Andy, have a great day, man. You too. Take care, guys. Bye. Say hi to Randy for us. Yeah, for sure. And Handy. Take care. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all the best. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.